Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Clashing Sabers Network. Here we go again. We're home. I bypassed the compressor. You were the chosen one! Something truly special. Congratulations. You are being rescued. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi. The ability to speak might not make you intelligent, but we're going to try to prove otherwise. This is the Clashing Sabers podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon, and I am here with my co-host. He is as cool as Sabine in a backwards hat high-fiving Ahsoka. Topical. I like it. I'll take it. It's better than when he made fun of me because he thought I was pulling the wrong Taylor Swift song out. (laughs) Were you more insulted by the actual insult or the fact that he misusing taylor swift really it's the second one honestly that's what i thought it really put some teardrops on my guitar well i am the reason so it's okay listen (laughs) if it's not from the red album we don't want to hear any quotes that was his problem look we don't have time we should do a bonus episode on that one day because there are are (laughs) thoughts and emotions I, i only want to do it if zach joins us i want to hear zach's thoughts on all of this that's that's not a bad idea. Let us know when you're back in town. <laughs> Bonus Patreon content. And that other voice you hear is, of course, our other co-host. She is as bright as a smile on Wicket's face. It's Lindsay. I always do that. I feel like I always... I, I know that you come up with these really thoughtful and cool introductions that make me sound so much cooler than I am. But then I'm always like, hey, I'm here. Hey, it's me. I don't want to wait. <laughs> no, I mean, we have been we've been waiting to get to this point for quite some time because, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the final round of our Clashing Sabers trivia tournament. Today, we will be covering Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and pinning our two champions, the Clashing Sabers podcast against each other. For the ultimate Ooh. championship. Plot twist. Ah, yes. So Drew and Lindsay will be facing off against each other here in just a little while. But before we get to that, Lindsay, it's been a minute since we've talked to you. So uh, what are you Star Warsing lately? Been pretty, pretty easy lately, though. I'm trying to, and keyword here is trying, uh, to make myself, to get myself through what I hope is the final Thrawn book. Um That's not going great for me. But really, I think you both understand that being the resident Italian from New York, um, (laughs) I am extremely excited for what we might get on um, the book of Boba Fett. And even though I'm not a big Boba Fett fan and have never really entered into that cult fandom myself, this is something I can really, uh, really get behind. But B, I have learned from you. Um, so I'm trying hard to avoid an unnecessary amount of spoilers and just go into it very open-minded and seeing kind of what what exactly comes from it. But I'm hoping that this is like the, the good fellas of Star Wars. Oh, man. We could be so lucky, right? Oh, if only. This might be it, though, man. This might be it. Who knows? I mean, they did literally say every galaxy has an underworld in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, And that's what, like, uh, again, I'm trying to kind of learn from you um, and how you have approached movies, not quite to the extreme extent you have, um, but really just making sure that anything I watch is just the official content. And not necessarily sitting down and breaking it down frame by frame as I, I've done in the past. Um, just because I, again, this is stuff that we've talked about on, on the show before, but I've been a little bit more let down from a lot more of the recent stuff, but knowingly so, right? Like, Visions, as cool as it was, anime, not quite my thing. Um hmm. And, and just a lot of the, the more recent stuff going on, even like this Thrawn book I'm trying to get through, it's it's great if that's your, your shtick and if that's what gets you excited about Star Wars. I think that's phenomenal. It just hasn't really been for me lately. Um, but I think that this seems way more in my wheelhouse. So I'm just trying to be amped up about it and go in with 
minimal expectations. Um, oh, Bad Batch was the other one that I was thinking of. That that was our big last recent release where if you like it, you like it. It just wasn't for me. The thing is, like, I, I just I think I've watched the trailer twice. Um, and it feels very much like the Mandalorian, you know, where not necessarily in how the story that's going to be told or anything like that, but how it's visually presented. And I really like that. I like that there's that consistency there because that's one thing, you know, when you look at the sequel trilogy, you have seven and nine look very much like each other, but seven, eight, and nine don't look <laughs> very much like each other. Mm. There's that visual disconnect where in, I mean, even if, if you go to the original trilogy, obviously there's, you know, a lot of unity there. And even if you go to the prequels, even though, the technology was advancing and everything. And it, it's pretty clear to see, you know, uh, the improvements that were made from Phantom Menace to Revenge of the Sith. You have a consistent look there. And I like that. I like having that. I like having it, uh, you know, across the animated shows and across the movies and, and now hopefully across the TV shows, which will include a little show that I may or may not watch called Ahsoka. There's always a bit of truth in Legends. Do you know who is going to be on that show besides Rosario Dawson? Oh, uh, no, I don't. It is an actress named Natasha Louis Bordizo, and I hope I'm saying that right, possibly cast as Sabine Wren. Ah. So this is according to Deadline. Now, where is this coming from? Okay. Deadline, yeah. <laughs> so, um, way to have patience there. No one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tell me now. No, because, like, I... I'm with Lindsay. Like, I honestly, I would not put any weight behind it if it wasn't coming from a, like, reputable source and had been backed up by other reputable sources. So, like, the one I'm reading is off of IGN right now. Um, and, and she hasn't officially been called Sabine. Uh, the way the article puts it is that she has been cast in a lead role opposite Dawson's Ahsoka, meaning Sabine Wren could feature prominently in the upcoming live-action series. So she is an Asian actress. Um, so that, of course, fits the uh, the look of Sabine, um, which, of course, is important to to continue that consistency, especially when you, you know, you've successfully, you know, brought in uh, Bo-Katan and, and Katie Sackhoff. Obviously, it was a kind of a model for that character. So that was an easy transition. But then you had something like Ahsoka, where you bring in Rosario Dawson, um, who hadn't been associated with the character before, and you have to make that work, and, and I think they did that. So the track record's there of crossing those characters over, and so I'm excited to see uh, what what they've got going here. And Lindsay, I hate to say it, but if it's true, if, this, if she's Sabine, they've probably cast live-action Thrawn, too. How different, how different for you guys is Book Thrawn from Rebels Thrawn, though? like not not in a good way i don't really they're very different but not in a good way yeah like book thrown and and b and i have talked about this before where the difference and and the dramatic difference between book thrown and animated thrown um we think or we give him the benefit of the doubt in that it's not so much that he is so different where he becomes stupid in the animated series. It is more to show just how great the rebels are, you know, and, and that even though he's never really had a formidable foe in any book series, he really comes and kind of meets his match against Hera and against the ghost squad squadron. Um, So we, we appreciate that. We understand that assuming that's correct, but that doesn't really make it more fun to watch. Um, so be correct me if I'm, uh, if I'm misrepresenting the, the conclusions I think you and I have come to, but that's kind of how I would phrase it. No, I think you're, you're spot on there. And I think also the role that he was asked to serve in rebels is not befitting of what the character has been. Um, and interesting, not necessarily in a negative way. I prefer the rebels Thrawn, but the Timothy Zahn version of Thrawn and the Dave Filoni version of Thrawn, I feel like are, 
are disconnected a lot. Um, where I think Zahn sees him as a hero, uh, especially over these last two trilogies that he's had. He's, he's very much written him as, you know, the golden boy hero, star quarterback of the team. And I, I don't think Filoni intends him to be that. He, he plays the role of the mustache twirling villain, um, in a way, like this is a very rough uh, analogy for it, but he's kind of the emperor to uh, governor. No, what's the governor's name? Governor, Price. Governor Price. Thank you. Like if Governor Price is Vader, he is the emperor where you he's kind of far off, like he's pulling the strings and stuff like that. And, you know, the threat is out there, but it doesn't really hit until the end. And that presentation of it works there when you're not having him swoop in to come become the hero because then you're waiting to have him come and you finally get to the big bad and you get to him as the big bad and the heroes win the day and it makes an impact whereas with the books you're waiting for him to come in every time to explain to you what has happened over the last 400 pages because he's (laughs) figured everything out on page two and it just kind of doesn't make it as enjoyable um, because he's swooping in to talk about how amazing he is and how he solved everything and had everything under control the whole time. Um, and so you just expect I mean, him to come in. That's kind of part of my fear is because I think that the uh, live action TV shows really do have a very, very, very wide range of an audience that the books ne- don't necessarily have. So I think that, if Thrawn were to be in any live action show like Ahsoka, it would be a lot of people's first introduction to him. And I don't understand how that could do him justice or not really make him look like a fool. Because how can you go into the show rooting for Ahsoka, rooting for Sabine, but this is your first introduction of Thrawn and really understand how and why he was always so great in those early novels without, you know, oh, it's so easy for him or, oh, here are these two, two main characters who are always going to come out ahead. Hmm. So it's, I would prefer actually, if he were to be in live action, he would have like a live action show on his own and not just kind of guest starring in someone else's show. I'm just wondering how they're going to pull off doing all of this Ahsoka show because you've got the years of Ahsoka and Anakin that's going to come into play to some extent with the Hayden Christensen announcement. You now have the uh, Ahsoka and Sabine situation, which has four years of television behind it, throw in Thrawn there. That's another two years of television. Like, how are you going to have, maybe, and, and I think, Obviously, we're all a little biased here because we're so deep into Star Wars and, you know, we think about all the connections and everything. But I I will preface this by saying I'm particularly biased because Rebels had such a deep emotional impact on me. But you have all this weight from these four seasons of television that you're going to have to pack into what, like 15 minutes in one episode, maybe? That's being generous. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know how they're going to pull off that. And that's not even counting the Ahsoka Anakin situation. I'm talking purely about the stuff that's going to bleed over from Rebels. And it's one thing when you have it in Mandalorian where you have Ahsoka saying, you know, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? And it's like, okay, for the layperson, it's, oh, there's a big bat out there that's a threat that's going to come into play later on. You know, we kind of saw them drop hints in season one with Boba Fett. That got paid off, so they're dropping hints now. Like, that's fine for them. For us, it's like, oh my God, she's going after him and Ezra and all of this other stuff, which is is great. But when you're talking about building these series and bringing them all to a head and everything they're doing with these shows, obviously they're going to be building to more future shows or seasons or whatever it may be. And if you're bringing in all of these characters that have connections and relationships and all of these things that build stories from other shows, I just don't know how you you pull it off. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like you can't see the sequel trilogy without seeing the original trilogy. 
Hmm. It's definitely going to be something we have to keep an eye on. But keep in mind, like that they did that with ah- Ahsoka's character in Mandalorian season two, where I would say that most, uh, the majority of viewers probably weren't familiar with her as a character at all. She gets name dropped in one episode, and then she shows up in the next, and then that's kind of it for her. So I feel like we all are pretty positive on how they did it with that particular instance. So I think it can be done. You're right. It's definitely a question of how well are they going to be? Are they going to be able to do it as well another time? Uh, that'll be fun to watch. And for an entire show, you know, right. one episode where and, and season well, we, we two. We don't know because you know she doesn't know where they are. So it could take her the entire length of the show, gallivanting across the galaxy, just like you know Mando's job in season two was to reunite the child with his his clan and he isn't able to do that until the final two minutes of the season so there's a lot of work that goes into it so it's not impossible it's not impossible that she spends the entire length of her first season hunting down Thrawn but in order to do that you have to hit these other checkpoints and you've got to go through these gates and the story and you have to collect all your party members so it's 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 not. I, I would not expect Thrawn to show up in episode one. No, I'm not expecting Thrawn to show up. I'm. I really feel just based on the finale of Rebels and you know Ahsoka and Sabine obviously meeting back up that they're going to be together for the majority of the the season. And that I, I maybe that's a little bit of too much of an expectation mm. uh, that I don't have enough evidence for. So I. I hear what you're saying. Um, obviously, I have no reason to doubt it uh, because, I mean, the people who are creating this have executed on pretty much everything that they've tried to do, like Clone Wars, Rebels. For me, Bad Batch worked really well. Mandalorian, um, Book of Boba Fett seems like it's going to be great. So the yeah. data all points in one direction of it being really good, <laughs> but... My little just wait, man. Episode uh, two of that show, she's gonna cover, discover Thrawn's uh, dead and decaying body with a dark side Ezra lording over him. So. Oh man, don't! Oh, that sounds Thrawn, so amazing. What if Thrawn doesn't even appear alive in the show? Oh my Ezra's god, it would be great. <laughs> oh, we can have. Don't give me expectations and hopes and dreams. <laughs> Sorry. No, I kid. I kid. If you like, I, I, we've said this before. If you like Thrawn, if he works for you, totally cool. I think he's just a nostalgia trip uh, that only a certain sect of the fandom um, that grew up with him can really get behind. And I'm not particularly a part of that group of people. So um, hopefully if we do get Thrawn, we get more depth to his character than we've gotten. He obviously was he was flushed out a little bit in the original what he had five books in the EU that were like specifically because he had the duology. there, well, there was a lot. He was in a lot of things. <laughs> so he had a lot of things going on for him. How many books would you say? Because you had the you have the heir to the empire trilogy. You had the yep. yep. You have the hand three. of Thrawn. The duology. You have the hand of Thrawn. I don't remember. He, Outbound flight. Outbound flight. Nice. So good job. Um, that one was a good if, one. I I did like that one. Uh, yeah, I need to go back. I'd love to go back and reread that one. Um, I feel like there's a couple other ones. There was one where we followed him as he, uh, you follow Thrawn as he's hunting Nuso uh, Ezra, something like that. What the heck was that book called? Oh, I don't remember that. He, you, it's a book where Timothy Zahn wrote it, and it's literally um, where the villain is Moriarty to uh, Thrawn's Sherlock. And if you take the letters in Moriarty and move them all up one letter in the alphabet, that's the villain's name. I'm not even kidding. That's pretty nifty. I'm not going to lie. What the heck book was it? Oh, my gosh. Google is failing me at the moment. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to have it in my brain. Somebody will find it, and and, uh, maybe I'll be able to put it in the comments or something like that when we get there. Because, oh, man, this is really going to hurt. Because I remember reading it going, I'm not sure who this book is for. (laughs) (laughs) It was for Timothy Zahn. Was it Survivor's Quest? Um, I'll be honest, that doesn't even cover. sound familiar. Come on, no, that's not it. That's the one where Luke goes back to Tatooine, isn't it? No, that's Tatooine Ghost. 
Oh, yep, you're right. No, Luke's not in Tatooine Ghost. Oh. No, that's Leia. Leia goes back. Yeah, Leia and, and Han meets, go back. Uh, and they like she find Shmi's journal. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Dang, I don't remember. I, I I'm swear I'm not making this, this book up. I mean, I don't believe you, but okay, whatever's going to help you sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be this, trust me. Well, while you file a complaint with Google, uh, we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we can get into some trivia. of one that's the name of the book yep that's it i genuinely don't think I'm i've ever it. heard of that yeah it was marriage aid is like one of the focal characters i think and it's pretty early on in the saga like i think it takes place during like in between new hope and empire hmm. yeah eight months after the battle of yavin yep 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 i remember this book being good though well, well, well. You again, just, but you just said you Jade were like. Fan. I remember Mara Jade being good. How about that? Okay. <laughs> don't don't tell me when I when I contradict myself, especially when we've got it on recording. That's not appropriate. Oh, sorry. Is that not what I'm here no, for? We don't do that here. What is this? We are here. We are at the final round of our Clashing Sabers Trivia Tournament, where we are going to be covering Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and pitting our two champions thus far, uh, winners of every game. We are now breaking the team up. We are breaking them up, and <laughs> Lindsay and Drew will have to face each other. Because it's going to be on the internet, and the internet does not forget. So don't embarrass yourselves. All right, boys and girls, here's how it's going to go. We, yet being the operative word. Hasn't happened yet. We are playing to 15. You must win by two or more. You not win by one point. If you get the question right without answer choices, you get two points. If you use the answer choices and get it right, you get one point. If you get it wrong at any time, you get zero points. That's how scoring works, just so we know. <laughs> yeah, sports. I know I'm the only sports fan <laughs> sports. on here, so I figure I should update everybody. <laughs> on that note, uh, since we are covering two movies in order to make it fair, and because there's a lot of questions available to ask, we're going to jump back and forth between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So we will do the first round with uh, Empire Strikes Back and the second round, Return of the Jedi, odds and evens to continue as so. If someone misses a question, the other person can steal it for however many points were available uh, when that first person got it wrong. So basically what that means is if Drew is answering the question and he gets it wrong without the answer choices, then Lindsay can answer it without the answer choices for two points and get a steal. If Drew had already revealed the answer choices, then Lindsay can obviously only get it for one point. All right. So... 
Do we have any preference on who goes first? All right, Lindsay. Here is your question. From The Empire Strikes Back, who is in charge of Echo Base on Hoth? Ooh, okay. It is so hard not to text him I can see his... That's what I know, I know, I know. Because, like, I know the face so well. All right, give me the give me the choices. No, don't give her the choices. Oh wait. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, ooh. <laughs> give me the choices. All right, the choices are: A. General Riken, B. General Veers, C. General Dodonna, D. General Mills. A. Riken. <laughs> General Mills. <laughs> I wish I was making that. Up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Come on, book. Uh, General Mills. Can we please get that canonized? That was, that was clever, though. I'll give you that. Oh, uh, all right. So nice. that is one point for Lindsay and Drew. It goes over to you. Just Drew is fine. I don't go by Andrew anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, here is your question. C-3PO assured R2-D2 that one person could fix the hyperdrive on the Millennium Falcon. Who was it? Chewbacca. Chewbacca can fix it. That is two points for you. Well done, ah. sir. So Thanks good. for not telling me which movie it was from, by the way. We were on Empire. Now we're going we're to... Go back and... Right. Oh, when you said... Rounds. Back... Oh, look, look at me. I'm, so I'm now we're going into the second it. round, so it's... Return. No, it's Return of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Got it. Got it. All right. So, we are on Return of the Jedi. And How Lindsay. Old? This one goes <laughs> How old? How old was Padme? <laughs> <laughs> In Return of the Jedi. <laughs> How old would Padme have been? Aw. Too soon, guys. Too soon. All right. I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. All right. Where did Darth Vader report that the rebel fleet was massing? That's a good question. Report the... See, this is why I need Drew on my side, though, because he remembers (laughs) these exact freakish quotes. Man, freakish is not a word you had to use, but okay. I would say freakish. Freakish. So wait, where did he report the... The rebel fleet was massing. Alright, give me the options. Oh, she's going options back to back. Alright. Near Coruscant. Near Naboo. Near Sullust. Near Aduba 3. Sullust. Final answer? Yeah. It is Sullust. To tie the game up at two apiece. Drew, this one is going to go to you as I magically turn the page here in audio land. (laughs) Magically turning pages now. Not just normally turning pages. Yes, this is is very high-level trivia. All right. (laughs) How much did Han Solo offer to pay Jabba the Hutt as he was being dragged away to the prison cell? See, this is where your ability to remember freakish quotes come, comes in handy. <laughs> well, I mean, again, you don't have to call it freak. Well, I guess you're referring to the quotes as freakish and, freakish and not necessarily my ability. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll pay you. Is it double? I'm going to say I'll pay you double. Final answer? Yeah, double. Lindsay goes over to you. <gasps> no! No! Because I was also going to say... <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! You just thought of it too, didn't you, Drew? This isn't. Can can we edit that part out? (laughs) (laughs) Edit wrong. Edit out everything where Drew gets it wrong. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Sounds reasonable. The exact amount. I really thought it was double. Lindsay, you do still have the options of answer choices. No, because I really need the point value at this point to get back on the board. I'm going to say triple then, but I feel like it was an exact amount. Ah, oh, screw it. Let's say triple. All right, and that is correct. Yeah, that's the right answer. I'll pay you triple. Dang it. Oh, who's mad at themselves? This guy over so here. So it's 4-2 now? 
Three two now. Four two. Uh, four two. Yeah. Four, four two. two. Okay. And we. Dang, this is not acceptable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, we are going back over to Empire Strikes Back, and uh, Drew, this one is going to you. Should it? I thought it was Lindsay's. Turn. Yeah. Wait. Does it? Oh, it is me? Lindsay's turn. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, I'll take it, but because now I'm way behind. <laughs> All right. To what did General Riken order all power in Echo Base be rerouted? The defense shields. Final answer? Yeah. The energy shield, but we'll give it to you. Yeah, I, get, I, I agree. Give it okay. to you. That's, that's Thanks. Thanks, guys. The gentlemen. To offensive shields? I mean, like, what? I don't want to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. All right, Drew. Uh, I don't like this feeling at all. You are down six to two, Drew. Yeah, I know, but I get a chance to get a, a little bit right here. Six minus two would be four. You're losing by four. All right. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Who had to inform Princess Leia that the shield doors to the rebel base on Hoth had to be closed for the night? Okay, here's my dilemma. I know who says the shield doors must be closed. And I'm thinking, when you're reading that, are there quotation marks in any part of that sentence? There are no quotation marks. Really good question. (laughs) (laughs) Got to be on brand always. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Riken, General Carlist Riken. Lindsay? Okay, I think I know. But I'm going to take the choices. Okay. Carlist Riken, Carl Adler... Bren Durlin, Wedge Antilles. Oof, okay, I didn't know. Um, all right, I'll go with B. Cal Adler? Yeah. That is also incorrect. Okay, that makes it sense. It is Bren Durlin. Uh, okay. All right, all right. Well, you know what? Neither of us knew, so even if we were on the same team, we wouldn't have gotten that. Yep. That's fair, oh, and... As we return to... It is Lindsay's turn now, right? Yeah. All right. So we return to Lindsay's turn, and we return to Return of the Jedi. There's a lot of returning. All right. Who gave the order to move the fleet away from the Death Star toward the end of the Battle of Endor? Would that have been, I guess, Akbar, right? That seems too easy. Yeah, it does seem a certain level of easy. It seems way too easy, but I'm still going to go with it. Admiral Akbar. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Eight two? (laughs) (laughs) Eight two. (laughs) All right, Drew. Fighting for your life here. (laughs) Wow. Okay, this got real intense real fast. (laughs) Who said concentrate all fire on that superstar destroyer? Can't possibly be the same answer, can it? Yeah, I'm going to go with Akbar. That's correct. See, now I'm getting nervous. So just for, for the audience at home, I have the book here and I have post-its marking all of the questions. So I'm just, I've got post-its, one color for Empire Strikes Back, one color for Return of the Jedi. So I'm just randomly uh, picking the page and that oh, just happened to be. Okay. So that way it's fair. I have I have them marked. I, I went through and tried to pick some questions that were going to be a little bit more challenging um, for you guys. And so far, uh, Drew, it's proved to be be true. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen. <laughs> I mean, this is a podcast. That's what we do. Don't you have a question to ask Lindsay right now? I do. I do. Lay it and on me. Lindsay, that question is, what wasn't quite enough to get Princess Leia excited? Oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry. I don't have time for anything else. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I'm replaying the scene. I don't know how to answer this question. That, I mean, it was like she fell into Han's lap. I don't want to think out loud too much because I don't want to give it away if I get it wrong. 
So she no, no, falls no, no. into his lap. Keep it going. Yes, ish. Also, this being an audio medium, the moments of silence starting to make me nervous and more. <laughs> <laughs> I all right. Uh, do I want to take points? What's the score, Vic? The score right now is it's eight not to four. It's not. Imp- all right, I'm gonna say falling into Han's lap, being held by Han Solo, but we'll allow it. What? No, that is not. No, see, flag on the play. See, sports reference. <laughs> That no, those are two different things. Because he's no. never sitting down. He is sitting down. He is sitting down. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, they, he is. She falls in his arms, and they both end up on the chair, the back right behind the driver's he's seat. He's literally holding her. Yes, sitting down. She's in his lap. You should watch I'm these file movies. A, a complaint with <laughs> They're good. <laughs> we yeah, talk to talk to the producer. All right. All, right. All right, Drew, this one goes to you, and we're also going to talk some more Princess Leia. What guild did Princess Leia ask Lando Calrissian whether Cloud City was a part of? What guild? Mm-hmm. Hmm. She asks him? She does ask him. She asks Lando. I'm going to say the Miner's Guild. Final answer? I just like making you nervous. It's the mining yeah, guild, but yes, we'll allow it. <laughs> See, I was getting nervous because I was like, oh, crap. If that's not right and it comes to me, I was just going to say the mining guild, so I don't know. Yeah, it is the mining guild. <clears throat> Miner's guild seems a little bit not quite what we want to do, but whatever. Not M-I-N-O-R. No, no, no. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, let's go back to Return of the Jedi, and Lindsay, this one goes to you. When he was asked why the Star Destroyer fleet surrounding the Death Star wasn't battling the Rebel fleet, who said, I have my orders from the Emperor himself, he has something planned for them, we only need to keep them from escaping. Woof. Give me the options. Admiral Ozzel, Lieutenant Venka, Admiral Piet, Captain Kallik. I'm going to go with Piet. Final answer? Yeah. One point to Lindsay. I don't like this at all. (laughs) This is uncomfortable. (laughs) All right, so the score right now is 11 to 6. Andrew, your question is... Don't like Andrew. (laughs) There's an extra D in there. You're Andrew. To which Ewok was C-3PO referring when oh he said... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when he said, I'm afraid our furry companion has gone and done something rather rash. You need me to name an Ewok. I do Not need you. Not just any Ewok at that. A specific Ewok. Oh the one to which C-3PO was referring when he said, I'm afraid our furry companion has gone and done something rather rash. It's the one who goes and steals the speed. Is it Wicket or is it somebody else? Oh man! See, here's the problem. I know I could probably tell you which four friggin' Ewoks it's gonna give me for potential answers if I ask you for that. So it's not gonna help. Oh man! Uh, it's got to be Wicket, right? Let me hang on. Don't answer that yet. Let me think about it for a second. Uh. And the only thing I can think of right now is how freakish the Ewoks look when they blink in the most recent versions of Return of the Jedi. These cold, dead eyes. It's really strange when they blink. Oh, is it? I, I, I can't. It, it's got to be. I, I'm going to go with Wicket. Oh, man. I do not enjoy this feeling. <laughs> I need to apologize to Adriana right away. <laughs> And that is not the right answer. So it goes oh, over to are you Lindsay. Are kidding me? Ooh. All right, give me the options. Wicket, Paplo, Logre, Chief Chirpa. Yeah, those are the Low-gray. four I knew. Logre, that's your final answer? Yeah. Final answer. That is incorrect. Oh, was it Paplo? It was, it was Paplo. Paplo. Yeah. It was Paplo. 
Friggin' Paplo, man. Paplo, man. Always out there missing stuff. Always always on his stuff. Oh, man. And this one is, I think we are back at Lindsay, right? We are, yeah. Yeah. Okay, just making sure I'm keeping the order right. Who was first Alliance gunner to harpoon an AT-AT, or AT-AT, during the Battle of Hoth? Say that again? Yeah. Who was, who was the first Alliance gunner to harpoon an AT-AT, or AT-AT oh. if you prefer, during the Battle of Hoth? Uh, give me the options. Uh, no! <laughs> it's a, it's a defensive move. It's a defensive uh, move. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Dak Ralter, Kesson Omis, Jihaw Granite, Wes Jansen. All right, uh, I'll take Dak. Drew? Jansen. It is Jansen. Great shot, Jansen. Defensive move. So that puts it at 7 to 11. So, Drew, if you you get this one right, you will be but a question away. And your question is, who said they can't have disappeared? No ship that small has a cloaking device. On the Star Destroyer Avenger. Nita. Final answer? Nita. That is correct. He lives to fight another day. He nice, does. Baby. Maybe. <laughs> it is 11 to 9. Just when you think you, the Ooh-hoo. game is over, Drew is making a comeback. So, Lindsay, this one, going back to Return of the Jedi, is your question. And it is. Nope, that's the Paplo question again. Hold, please. Don't. <laughs> Too many Ewoks. All right. How many decks did Jabba the Hutt's sail barge have? Holy cow. What a good question. <laughs> Are we stretching okay. the definition of the word good? Because <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I see it in my head visually so well. But... Because, like, okay, are we counting the top of it, too? Like, is the deck? You're on your own. I think Brandon went out of his way to review some questions that no mere mortal. (laughs) I was having a real internal monologue. Because I was like, oh, man, like, it's... This kind of question drives me crazy because I can see it in my head so well, but the fact that it's a question is making me doubt myself. Yep. But I'm going to go with three. I will externally say that that is correct. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. That was close. All right. Drew, you got to get this question. To stay in the game, right? Pretty much. She's at at 13. Oh, right. Well, is it first to 15 and wins by two, right? Has to win by two, okay. yes. All right. So Not a problem. Not a problem. It's a big problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, how did the Emperor say that Luke Skywalker, who had grown strong in the Force, could be turned to the dark side? Wait, say that again? How did the Emperor say that Luke Skywalker, who had grown strong, could be turned to the dark side of the Force? Which movie is this from? I feel like I get this. This This is Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Okay. How did he say it? Are you asking me, like, what words did he use? Not the exact quote, but generally what was the premise. How could he be turned to the dark side? Yes. Oh, man. I feel like this is kind of one of those artist interpretation things. Um, I will say no. It's not an artist interpretation. Yeah, no, it's an exact quote. The answer is paraphr the answer choice here is paraphrased. No, no, I'm not. Okay. The answer choices are paraphrased, but so you don't have to have the exact quote. Some questions are exact quotes. This is not, although okay. if you give the exact quote, it'll still count. But it is clearly stated in the film. There's no way to get a hint before I get the actual options. <laughs> you if can I get four hints. 
Oh, why can't we just be on the same team again? Life was better then. The glory days. Okay, ask me the question one more time. Okay. How did the Emperor say that Luke Skywalker, who had grown strong, could be turned to the dark side of the Force? See, that who has grown strong is throwing me off my game. Because I don't know what that part of the question is doing. Like, what work is that part of the question performing? Oh, man, do I just go for it? I think we have to try. So can I, I'm going to give you a more lengthy explanation and hope that you'll that the referee will rule in my favor. All right, go for it. I'm going to say it's when the emperor says, uh, strike him down and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. So killing Vader. Uh, hmm. You know the line I'm talking about, right? Send it to me. I, I, I do I do know the line that you're talking about, but oh, that is it's, it's not that though, is it? It's, it's not that. Not that. It's not. No. Oh, bean burritos. I know what it is then. Lindsay, this game. it's through his compassion, isn't it? It is not. No. Oh. Only the Emperor and Darth Vader together could turn him to the dark side. Only Wait, together what? with our combined strength can we turn I him to the dark side. I could have sworn it was side. like, but through his Empire. compassion for his friends, he will turn. Hang on. No. Are you sure this is from Empire, from Return of the Jedi? I am on Return of the Jedi. Can you read the uh, what the answers could have been? Uh, the Emperor could turn him to the dark side. Darth Vader could turn him to the dark side. He could easily be turned to the dark side. Only the Emperor and Darth Vader together could turn him to Never the dark side. Never would have guessed any of those. So because what quote would you have associated that with? That is, he says, only together with our combined strength can he be turned. It's when it's after Vader uh, goes and tells him, tells the Emperor that the rebel fleet is a mass near Sullust and uh, his son is with them. I see, I was playing that it when, little, he, when Luke and the Emperor were together, and he says, um, right. give in to your anger. That was my next thought. That's what I thought was going to happen. That be. is the, like, the action of, that's why I paused for a second there. I was like, mm, I wanted to give it to you. I really did, but think, it was just too far should. away from the actual scene. I, I mean, I know, I, I know you think that, but I'm not should. going to. I think if we ask everyone whose opinion matters, I think we'll get consensus that you should. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to give Lindsay the question that could win her the game. Here we go. Lindsay, I'll what give you attack space bucks just to get it wrong? A hundred space bucks. Fine, two hundred space. Bucks. Make them Earth bucks, and I don't know. Maybe we can talk. I'll give you every dollar in my pocket right now. <laughs> I want to go back so, to the space bucks. Twenty-five cents. <laughs> I have three. All right, Lindsay, your question is, what attack pattern did Luke Skywalker order at the beginning of the Hoth ground battle? I hate everything you do, Brandon. I hate everything. I'm telling you, dude, I'm picking these completely randomly. I'm oh, just yeah, totally. pulling on one of the post-its. Wait, did you, <laughs> do, you, do you hate them because you know that it's Delta? Oh, is it like Delta? a knife in my face. Is it Delta? Final answer? Yeah. Attack pattern delta. <laughs> is it? Is it? True. Is it? Did I win? Did I do good? Did I make you proud? Hang on. Let's um, let's let, let me just give me a minute. Nine, 10, 11, 15, demo, no, yeah. Yeah, it's delta, whatever. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it. <laughs> Sound happy about it, buddy. Congratulations. I... No, no, no. <laughs> you did it. Well done. Congratulations. So a final score of 15 to 9, but a much closer game than the scoreboard would would say. Or some people would say. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, 
It was worth it. It was, it was fun. It's been fun. This has been a very long adventure that we have gone on through the six original movies. I'm hoping we get like a comprehensive, like trivial pursuit game here sometime soon where we get all the 11 movies that we now have. Oh, like, wow, that'd be fun. I feel like that's that is something people would spend money on, and then you can just like add decks onto it, you know, uh, when you get new movies out to be mixed in there. Oh, that'd do like an update, idea. you know. I'm just saying, Lucasfilm, hire me. I'm definitely <laughs> looking for other jobs. So, so. Guys, that's going to wrap it up. Lindsay is our champion of the Clashing yeah. Sabres tournament. She gets every space dollar I have in my pocket right now, which is less than three. So while she is spending all of that money, you are going to go over to our Patreon and uh, subscribe there so you can get some... Uh, if you if you like talking movies and talking the Star Wars movies and you enjoyed these trivias, you'll like our commentaries that we have over there. And 100% of the proceeds... Uh, goes to buying and selling, or not buying and selling. I do that all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> we do not sell the books. We don't sell the books. We ship we the books. Not. We yeah. buy the books. We ship the books. Uh, sometimes we deliver the books in person, which I'm going to be doing for one box here pretty soon, which is going to be oh, fun. Nice. How exciting. And uh, we've got a fundraiser coming up. So if you want to be a part of that, also, you could support a great cause of putting Star Wars books into classrooms and then also win uh, some signed memorabilia and books and art and all kinds of goodies. So stay tuned for our fundraiser on that coming out here in December. And in the meantime, all of our links are in the show notes for all of our hosts and all of our shows. Uh, Drew, you want to add anything on there? No, I'm just going to hang my head in shame for the next 37 years. Yep, that's all I want to do. Well, we will allow it. Um, and Lindsay, <laughs> if people want to get in touch with you uh, or see what you're doing, where can they do that? Um, you can find me over on our uh, Facebook page where you can address me as the winner. Um, oh, wow. Or- <laughs> I'm so happy answers right I now. texted you during, you know, Attack of the Clones or whichever one we did last. Yeah, all that's that. all here. That's all here and there. It's really, really, this is the important one. Is Lindsay going to show up with a championship belt at Celebration just to get it under <laughs> Drew's skin? Maybe. Stay tuned for more. But until then, we will say what we always say. The one thing you should take away from Star Wars is it's all about Batch 8. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. <laughs> oh, the irony. The irony, right? Right at the end. Right at the end. (laughs) The podcast you just listened to and all other Clashing Sabers productions are the intellectual property of ClashingSabers.net. All sounds and materials used from other creators is their stuff, and we just use different informational and educational purposes. Bottom line, we made it. It's ours. They made it. It's theirs. Seems simple, but if you're still confused, feel free to email us at ClashingSabersNetwork at gmail.com. We have no association with Lucasfilm, Disney, or any of the other fine companies that make all this stuff we talk about. But, Kathleen Kennedy, if you need anything, let me know. I work for cheap. Now let's blow this thing and get out of here.